Are we dead? If we were dead, could I do this? I have no idea. Mm, I don't think we're dead. So what just happened before you nearly killed us? Nearly? A point not lost on me. Hold on. Listen. It worked. Sort of. What worked? Could you just spell it out for once? The TLDR is... We don't quite have a gate key, so we don't quite have a gate. We've managed to open the gates, but they're all unstable. This end of the gate is fixed, but the other end isn't tethered? Oh, that explains the... static. Mm, Don't ask me. I'm not a metaphysicist. The gates are... pretty small. Look, you try to bust a hole through the universe. All great science takes time. So tell me, what does this accomplish? I'm hoping that we can take what we've learned here to make a bigger hole, and then maybe try to bust a hole into our universe? And how long is that going to take? How long do you think it would take to read that volume over there? I'm not sure. Me either. Uh, at least that long. What does that sound mean? Oh, a book delivery. Of course. Oh, it says, How to Train Your Dragon Tank. Ah, ah, ah. I guess it's a bit of light reading. <laughs> Get it? Because it was from a beam of light. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Zeal Archives, covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today, as we dig into the archives, we'll be talking about the Dragon Tank, which is probably the first time you've ever encountered, at least in Chrono Trigger, a multi-stage boss. And in a game of many bosses, you got a couple things that you're going to need to learn. It also might be the only enemy in the game that is 100% flat. 100% flat? Because of your perspective. (laughs) That's right. There's very few moments of the game where you actually do that. Is there any other? There's the prison, which is like the same. It might not be. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it's it's an atypical use of like the format. Yeah, because you're you're missing you're missing the third dimension to uh, kind of, kind of uh, splay your party out. But uh, yeah, Dragon Tank could be make a, made of paper for all we know. <laughs> yeah, we've never, we've never seen the front of it. Who knows? Still, still formidable. So let, let's talk a little bit about the Dragon Tank. As previously established uh, throughout the podcast, technology in the game is very inconsistent, but especially in 1000 AD. We have a world, the world of 1000 AD has telepods, time travel, and super fighting robots. But we also have castles, steamships, and the dragon tank. It's kind of all over the map. It feels like it could be a Final Fantasy VI-esque fantasy world that has begun to incorporate technology. But yeah, the level of technology is like bananas. Or it's like, or it's like Luca and then everyone else. Those are the two different levels of technology. Right, and I, I know that Akira Toriyama wasn't necessarily involved in the story writing, but that's kind of consistent with like Akira Toriyama-esque 
stories because you have a world of like relatively mundane technology and then you have like the briefs family who like literally invented capsule technology yeah which is insane compared to the rest of the rest of the world yeah and then you have luca who's like the balma of the chrono trigger universe is like yeah i'm gonna invent literally everything dragon tank is clockwork right uh unknown we we know that it can breathe fire so it it might be either clockwork or run by steam for all we know (laughs) (laughs) maybe a combination of yeah so after successfully getting through the prison going through one of the only 2d segments in the game or alternatively if you have decided to lay down and die you've accepted (laughs) your fate and they're gonna go kill you Luca storms in to save the day, and all that's left is you just got to make your way across this really narrow metal bridge back to the castle. Except that the, quote, Chancellor has a special surprise waiting for you. Who commissioned the dragon tank? How did it manage to maneuver its way onto this tiny little bridge? I don't remember seeing a dragon tank garage on the other side of the bridge after you beat it. It seemed like an especially terrible place to put a very heavy, presumably heavy tank like that, but it, it holds up for the duration of the battle. It'd be cool if you could, ju- if you could just rope a dope it and eventually fell through the bridge. That would be amazing. Related to the bridge being kind of flimsy and it being a weird spot. This is also a weird moment in the game because it's one of few, not the only, but one of few where the game tells you what you need to do to beat the boss. Yeah. Gee, you'd mentioned in a previous episode that often you would kind of like rip through the game. You wouldn't necessarily go out to different branching paths. Is this one of those moments? I never would accept my fate in terms of prison. And, <laughs> and like, even though, even though it's actually a little faster, I think I would always be like, oh, I gotta get out of here. And I just go and fight everybody and like, and like slam through. But yeah, I don't like, I don't think I fought too many unnecessary people but i know that there were like you know goodies hidden around did you read the dragon tank owner's manual i think i briefly leafed through it i definitely <laughs> didn't i definitely didn't read it the first time I played the game but what i find is very interesting is the manual actually contains a passage that is targeted at people playing a new game plus oh you're right yes yeah because you don't have magic yet but the manual says it contains a shield that prevents damage Damaged by lightning and fire. There's no other way to have any other characters with you at that time, and Chrono is lightning and Luca is fire. So even if you had those spells, you could not use them. I assume, perhaps incorrectly, that Fire Whirl, which you can have access to and do have access to, probably, deals fire damage, but it's not fire magic. No, and there might be there might be a distinction there. And I think I'm remembering now I the first time I played the game was a new game plus. Because I, I, I rented it from, uh, from a video store. So I, I just, yeah, I made a new game plus. I'm like, what's that? That seems cool. And <laughs> so I slammed my way through the game just using Lightning 2 and everything. Except the Dragon Tank. I feel like I had the same disadvantage playing many JRPGs in that I would get a rented copy and I was like, I don't understand anything that's going on in this game. <laughs> you just drop into the middle. I definitely did that with Secret of Evermore, which was punishingly difficult for me. And I remember doing that with Earthbound and showing up in Dalam and also having no idea what's going on. Oh, jeez. Like you said, Dragon Tank 
it has a shield protected by lightning and fire. And the game also tells you that unless you can defeat the head, tank is unbeatable. Don't even try. Do not bother. If you're playing through the game and you are interested in beating the dragon tank, hey, it's a good thing you read that manual because it's got some tasty, tasty tips for you. I was going to say, it's the, it's the first time you encounter a, a boss that can, that can heal itself. Oh, that's also true. So that's scary. I mean, that, I mean, that's why it says the tank is unbeatable. But that text makes you think, oh, maybe I do have to rope a dope and wait for it to fall. It's <laughs> on this flimsy little bridge. If it's unbeatable, I mean, but it is. And there are many games where that happens, right? Where your strategy is to wait it out. I think in a very recent example, if you're playing Undertale and you fight one boss... If you did something, the battle will end pretty quickly. And if you didn't, you just have to wait until it t- until you've run out a requisite number of turns. It's it's helpful when the game just has what, whatever boss it is absolutely murder you, like it like completely outclasses you because then you know immediately. But there's some games. Um, I want to say Breath of Fire is one such game where you slowly get a creeping realization of maybe I'm not supposed to beat this boss. Oh, interesting. And that is frustrating because you use a lot of items uh, trying to keep yourself alive. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, Dragon Tank is one of the first multi-part bosses that you face. Uh, As you learn when you are playing through these bosses, each part gets its own turn, whether you're playing uh, active or wait. Like in most cases of multi-part bosses, you only need to beat the, quote, core of the boss to beat the entire boss. In this case, if you can beat the body, then you beat the entire Dragon Tank. If you decide you're going to fight all of it without heeding the words of the owner's manual, you are going to get curb stomped. Got to attack that head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in one of the earlier races against time, we did not follow the owner's manual, despite its very helpful tips and also our own past experience. <laughs> and uh, may have been defeated by the dragon tank on a few occasions. If you if you happen to be playing a game that you've played many, many times, maybe in a live charity stream setting, be humble. You know, follow what works. <laughs> yeah, if you're playing through the game again, like just follow the advice that the game has already given you. So don't attack the head with lightning or fire. In this case, just get Chrono most likely, or both of them, to attack the head. And it'll spend most of its time healing the entire thing, which is a waste. It's going to heal the head, the body, and the wheels, which haven't taken any damage. If you can just keep wailing on the head, eventually it'll die. And with no way to recover, you can probably focus on the wheels next so that it can't trample you. And then the body or just go down for the body. Yeah, if, you, if, you're, if you're leveled up a little bit and you can take it, you know, the wheels do not, not no damage. But uh, if you can endure it, just attack, 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 attack. And once the head is, is gone, you can, you can actually get the fire out. And whether or not fire is magic or not. Answers on that later. You can use Fire Whirl to take out the remainder of the tank. Which, by this point in the game, you should be very familiar with. That leads to a bigger question. Actually, that leads to lots of questions about the nature of the dragon tank. First off, since we've already talked about Luca and uh, Tabin, the, as far as we know, only inventors in the world of Chrono Trigger, who could have possibly been the person to invent the dragon tank? It's possible that Banta could have done it. Like in the past? Yeah, this could be an old um, old weapon made in the war. This is like a World War One-esque tank, which was really terrible, but it still exists and it's all they got. Well, the one thing I know is that it was what it was not meant to do is prevent people from escaping the prison. I'm quite sure that is not its primary function. 
Okay, that answers one of my questions because, you know, if we set aside who invented the tank, I wonder why there is a tank that is set up to defend a prison, presumably for a country that does not have a lot of dissidents. Yeah, and I feel like this is the case of the chan- the chancellor kind of being a little crazy. He's like, no, they cannot be allowed to leave. Get that tank. What up there? Yes. Yeah, send it out on the bridge and stop them. Are you, sh- are you sure that's a good idea? Yes. That's kind of the, the scenario I envisioned of, of why it's there, because it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, because if this were any real-life situation or if magic could extend to, say, strength magic, you just kind of like... Or even if you had Ayla at that point in the game, which you don't, you just kind of like push it off the side of the bridge and it would just fall right? to its doom. That's it. That should be it. Yeah. That should be all there is. That bridge doesn't have sides. Yeah. Can you imagine it like when it <laughs> charges at you? Like, oh no, I accidentally turned a little bit to the left. Guess I'm going to die now. Yeah, that would be it. Dragon tank would be toast. It's a very risky move. Actually, the fact that it falls through the bridge and not just off it is incredible. Yeah, it doesn't explode in a way that throws it from the bridge. It just breaks the, the steel parts underneath it. And the Chancellor and the guards react very quickly to putting up that hole in the bridge. It's a good thing you don't give a crap because you walk right over them. I remember spending a long time walking over them back and forth. You monster. <laughs> no, they're good. They got, you know, they're pretty strong. They, they must have incredible core strength. Uh, as as does the dragon tank yeah, yeah okay maybe it's banta which is interesting because then you have this this tie up you have this tie back you have this connection that would connect luca to banta a lot more conclusively and also is kind of like oh crap this is actually an invention by my great great grandfather and maybe luca knows about it or maybe she doesn't because you get the the manual for the dragon tank is on the floor it was knocked off the desk by whoever because the guard the guard is passed out as well yeah i mean that's because lucas shoots him in the face right right so he was reading it meaning he didn't really know what the dragon tank is no presumably he was going to use it to protect the prison yeah maybe they're going to bring it all the way into the prison across the bridge if you can imagine that <laughs> um but we just you know you cut them off at the pass yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's probably not the warden. He's just got orders that, hey, this tank is going to show up. Don't worry, it's paramilitary, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Is it Luca? Does Luca come in to save you and actually she knows it's her invention? <laughs> like, using the connection that the Ashtiers have with the royal family, they're like, hey, we need you to build a tank. It's like, that seems like a terrible idea. Yes, and we also need it to be invulnerable to specific magics yeah and luca just saves you and pretends she doesn't know anything about it yeah i'd love to see it if like chrono you distract it and then she like crawls along and like pulls one pin (laughs) out of it and it kind of falls apart or like every time you're shooting like it says attack the head but really she's targeting this like pinpoint weakness (laughs) it's like uh yeah that that pin i know that that's the weak spot it uh it's glowing it's obviously a weak point Something else I'd like to point out about the advanced technology of the Dragon Tank, maybe it wasn't from 600. It has a laser. Oh, that's right, it burns you. Yeah, we got lasers in 1000 AD as well. That is some wildly inconsistent technology. <laughs> we can have radar. Just the Dragon Tank. Yeah. Do you think there's anyone on the inside of the Dragon Tank? Is it from the future? This raises many unfortunate <laughs> questions. <laughs> 
Because like now we have, it couldn't possibly from be from 600 AD because the technology is too advanced, even as inconsistent as it is. Mm-hmm. It has a laser, which means maybe it's from the future because that's one of the only time periods where we've seen lasers really in effect, mm-hmm. uh, discounting magic. We have the existence of the tank being completely unclear why it like why is there a tank protecting a prison? That doesn't make any sense. And then we have like the only inventors known in the world being like Luca's family, who are also the only people who have access to time travel. That's true. Did they know about time travel already? Or maybe they didn't know about you know, about the nature of the pendant. Or maybe they were working on it, or maybe they found that the dragon tank oh. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, this raises way too many questions. Um, they also could have jumped over it. Given how athletic everyone is, and especially how the <laughs> cover of Chrono Trigger is presented, I would not be surprised if you just climbed on Luca's back and just got on the other side of it. <laughs> because I, we never see it attack backwards, right? It has the rockets, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess it could back up and maybe hit you. Yeah, it, it just feels like an old, like siege weapon or something like that that's the appearance that it gives i get it, it it seems insane that it like where it is displayed in in the game in this prison on this precipice well gee take heart because obviously in a world that has a sound judiciary as we know because chrono wasn't wrongfully accused uh in a world that has a prison that is corralled off from the world on a mountaintop with a narrow bridge connected to the capital of the city, there's obviously no reason that we should ask any further questions about why there is a dragon tank. No further questions. Okay. Okay, you know what? I deserve that. Damn right you did. Oh, it hurts all over. Did you notice that another gate opened up over there? No. If this is anything like the game, though, that should link to the future. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. The gates are unstable, but when they're semi-stable, they're open enough for small things to pass through. Like this book. Yes. Or other small things. Yes. Like the slime monsters from the future? Yep. You know what? When you say it that way, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I see exactly what you mean. <laughs> Turning it. Turning it off for now. The Zeal Archives is a Nixcast production and can be found on most podcatchers or at the source zealarchives.com. If you have comments, criticisms, or kudos for episodes past, present, or future, we are on Twitter and Facebook as Zeal Archives. To learn more about the hosts, TNG, you can also check out thenextcast.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thenextcast. And now, a special announcement. Begin energy transfer. Huh? The war fields seem to be affected by the pendant. Did I make it back? To that moment? There might still be time. On August 10th and 11th, join me at twitch.tv slash the race against time. 
Join Chrono, Marl, Robo, Isla, Frog, me, Luca, and a whole cast of other folks from your world in a race against time to stop Lavos and raise money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. The Alzheimer's Society of Canada is dedicated to improving the quality of life for folks affected by Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and advancing the search for its causes and cures. Every single cent we raise goes to them. Last year, we broke all of our old records and raised over $1,200. This year, for the Race Against Time, with new guests and new prizes, we want to raise a goal of $1,500. If we can all help out, history as we know it may be changed forever. Please visit raceagainsttime.io for more information about the race or to find out how you can be a part of a future that did not refuse to change. Now, how do I get back? I guess I shouldn't have tinkered with the telepod.